Good day, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast, Bodkin Sports Podcast. Name is still uh, up in the air. Uh, welcome to episode two. Very special episode. I'll feature our first and very special guest, person responsible for the creation of this podcast and the creation of myself. Um, I wouldn't be here, and the podcast wouldn't be here without him. So, uh, welcome to the show. The worst 2K player in the history of forever, my father, Paul Sr. Woohoo, yeah! So, first off, you probably need to get some buttons to have the applause button going so that the next guest you have make them feel a little bit more more welcome. But, um, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really... I'm really stoked about you doing this. I know you've been wanting to do this for a while, and, uh, you know, I think it's uh, a good thing that you're doing here, Paul. Um, as far as being a, 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 the worst 2K player ever, I think we got to talk about facts and not feelings because I think our record is 500, me against you. So, you know, let your listeners understand that a 43-year-old man still beats you in video games. And I don't even play like that. You sit up all night practicing 2K, practicing special moves to try to beat me. And at the end of the day, you win on technicalities. You what? win You win when I hit for a timeout, when I don't have any timeouts left, and you shoot technical fouls. Just saying. But I, I just... further ado, let's get the show started and on the road. But before we start, I just want to say on the record that... Uh... You couldn't beat me with the best team in the game, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, but we'll talk about the Brooklyn Nets in a little bit. Got a lot to discuss today. Uh, I'd like to begin with All-Star Weekend. I personally believe that... I mean, it was nice to have, don't get me wrong. It was fun to watch. And I, saw, I uh, saw a little bit of the game. saw a lot of the highlights. Um, I personally believe they shouldn't have had it, just because of how strict uh, the COVID restrictions are for the NBA. Um, I know you beg to differ. Can I get your side on that? Yeah, well, the the All-Star... So, All-Star games in general, you know, they're nice to have. You know, the the beautiful thing about the NBA All-Star game is <clears throat> when I was coming up, you had the dunk contest, and you had Jordan, you had Spud Webb, you had these guys, uh, D. Brown, you know, with the pump shoes... You had the three-point contest. You had all this stuff, and it was mid-season, so it's it's really just kind of a break for the monotonous of the season because you know the NBA season, 82 games. It's a, it's a long season. I know we're in a short season, but it's a long season, <clears throat> and the fans need that. I think that's part of the allure of the NBA is you know you really get the see these players. They're not wearing helmets. You're cl- the, the cameras are close up. Um, you know, even if you go to a game, you're there. You're seeing the, these players for what they are and who they are. Um, you know, so I was excited to see the the, the All-Star game, you know. Um, where else do you see people shooting from half court where, and making them, not just shooting them, but making them. You know, Chris Paul, Getting an alley oop dunk, you know it's pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, 
when you when you were growing up, you know, you had Jordan, Spud Webb, all these you know fantastic players. I'm not saying you know not to knock the All Stars, but Dominique the Freak, the human highlight film. But my my whole thing is the all the the dunk contest. He said being being an example, it wasn't really anything special. A guy Anthony Simmons from Oregon, the the Trailblazers, Portland Trailblazers. Yeah, yeah. He won on a dunk by socially distance kissing the rim. He didn't even kiss the rim. He didn't even kiss the rim. He tried to. Said, hold up, I want to back up. I'm going to hit my face on this rim if I try to kiss it. And then just kind of made like a weird-looking face and then dumped. Zach Levine, if, if you wanted a good all-star show, dunk contest show, I mean, the only thing they did right was the three-point contest having Steph Curry. The skills, the skills competition, you mean to tell me DeMontis Sabonis beats out Luka Doncic? And Nikola Vucevic beats out Chris Paul in the skills competition. Who won that last year? Bam out of bio, right? Yeah, Bam out of bio. It's, 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 there might be a big man bias for that skills competition. You might get some points for being seven foot tall. You, you think so? I mean, I don't it's, know. I mean, it's it's been an ongoing trend. I, I didn't I didn't think to see Nikola Vucevic beat out Chris Paul in any type of competition. Yeah. Except maybe dunking. But even Chris Paul can dunk. I didn't think he had it in him, but. Old man's got it. He catching a lob from Steph Curry, was it? Yeah, that's yeah. insane. And then uh, post game interview. Actually, I, I was I was watching this this morning. Paul George on Dame Lillard. He said the bad shot. He called a bad shot when Dame Lillard sent him home last year in the playoffs. He said he said I take it back. It wasn't a bad shot. Playoff P, huh? Because Dame Lillard can make that. He has unlimited range. That guy's in, in, insane. He's incredible. Steph Curry puts up a thirty one point. Three point contest win, record setting. You know, you arguably the best shooter of all time. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean all these, all these shooters that are in the NBA right now are, are they're just the the paradigm has shifted in the NBA <laughs> from what I like in basketball to you know which was more of a physical game. I mean that's that's what I grew up with, you know. I grew up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons and the Sixers with Charles Barkley and Rick Mahorn. Uh, these guys, you you weren't you weren't you had to be strong to play in basketball. Now with these guys, now they're just chucking up shots. I mean it's it's a th- three point league, and you know I would like to see him move the three point line back a little bit to to kind of play the game a little bit more but that's just my opinion but yeah I think the shots are amazing I don't know how they can keep making these shots um and it's just so natural they're not like off the backboard or anything like that they're they're not even touching the rim these guys are amazing shooters it looks like the net's not even moving yeah it's incredible now you were talking about you know you growing up on the bad boy pistons and whatnot who do you think is the most dominant player in the league right now well, I mean, you're gonna say so. I know, I know you love Joel Embiid. It's my guy. Um, and you know, I'm I'm a Sixers fan, just like you. You know, uh, so I'm gonna be biased, and I would probably agree with Joel Embiid. But um, Harden is making a run right now. Um, well, let me let me rephrase that. Most dominant player, you know, physical physical dominance. Oh, uh, then. If you talk physical dominance, I don't know if it's Joel Embiid. You know, I think he's he stepped his game up more, but I don't think he's. I think he has a lot more to bring 
in terms of physicality on a night-to-night basis than what he's showing us. Um, it's nice to see on, on those nights, but, you know, he relies on the jump shot a lot. Um, he gets lazy on defense. You know, he, he if he's not engaged in the game, he's not playing that, that defense that you want to see. Um, when, when he plays defense, he, he looks like a – you know, perennial defensive player of the year caliber player. Yeah, but you got to feed him the ball. His defense is built on his offense. If he's not, if he's not touching the ball, then uh, you know his defense. You know, he's he's a little bit lazy. You know, uh, from what I see, he's a little bit lazy. Uh, you know, in terms of physically dominating the game, I mean. Giannis is is pretty pretty physically dominating. I mean, he he you can't guard him with a power forward. You got to put a center on him to if he's inside, um, and then you can't guard him with a center when he's outside. You know, he takes two steps from the three point line and he's and he's in the paint. Yeah, no, Giannis Giannis in the low post is unstoppable. You know, you, know, you just got to keep him out of the paint, which actually. Come to a surprise, he won. He won the Kobe Bryant MVP award last night. The guy went sixteen for sixteen. Where has that been all season? Yeah, well, it, it was an All Star game. They're not playing defense. I don't know. He was hitting step backs from beyond the arc. Uh, two. He had two three pointers. All right. Well, he was still hitting mid range step. He was hitting step backs. He was doing stuff that you know you'd see Steph Curry or, or or Dame Lillard do. James Harden. Yeah, but the guy can't make a free throw. To save his life, huh? Nope. So you heard it here first. Can't if you can't make a free throw. In my opinion, you're a bozo. Well, can you quote that? If you can't make a free throw, you're a bozo. Yeah, no. See that? That's a rhyme. You you can you can trademark that saying. Well, now you you would say you know Giannis can't shoot more than twenty feet, right? From more than twenty feet, his he's making. All of his baskets from inside the paint. He's got to be able to make free throws. He's going to get fouled all the time. That would be my game plan. That's why they lost to the Raptors. Yeah, yeah, the claw. Now, uh, breaking news: Blake Griffin expected to sign with the Brooklyn Nets. What does that What does that do for them? You think? Well, it's. I don't think it's a done deal yet. I mean, if Blake, more than likely it's going to happen. Uh, there's still some wild cards. The Brooklyn Nets they can't pay Blake Griffin. The most money, so you know the the Lakers is a good option for him. He's a West Coast guy. He's been on the West Coast, you know. Played for the other LA team. Yeah, I mean, it, I could really see him going there. I mean, they they need some depth, you know. I know they got they got AD, which is you know when he's healthy, you know you got to put him up there. Um, but to have Blake Griff come off the bench with with that, with that uh, second unit, that's probably you know that if I was Blake Griffin, I would rather go to the Lakers than the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, you talk about you talk about the Nets not having the salary for Blake Griffin. You know, he's he's going to demand a lot of money. He's a talented player. I mean, in my opinion, he's a little washed up. Uh, some injuries set him back last season, the season before that. Guy hasn't dunked since two thousand eighteen. You know, that's that was he was part of the Lob City Clippers. That's all he would do is dunk. Um, I don't think salary would be his main issue. I think what he's more concerned about is winning a ring. You know? Again, you got you know you, should, you have Brooklyn and L.A. You, the Lakers are, you know, they're coming out of the West. I mean, 
Utah is the best team right now, but... I don't see him making them that far. I, you know, just... I mean, the Lakers are a well-coached team. They play really good team defense. And when it comes down to playoffs, that's what it's about. Now, Utah does have a good defense as well. You know, I just don't know that they have enough firepower to stop the Lakers. Statistically, they have the best uh, top three three-point shooting team in the league, too. Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they got some shooters on that team. I, I like that. They got the sixth man of the year, in my opinion, on there, too. Jordan Clarkson. He's averaging yeah. 20 points coming off the bench. It's yeah. insane. He toasted the Sixers for 40 the first time they yeah, played. Yeah, he's, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's incredible. You know you know, he played for the Lakers, Jordan Clarkson? Yeah, you know, that's the thing with the NBA, man. All these guys, they travel around a lot, you know. Yeah. I think half the league played for the Sixers at one point. Yeah, no, definitely, for sure. Yeah. When That was during the old, uh, the whole process thing. Yeah, the process. Well, they need it needs to start paying dividends. <laughs> For it to be considered a you know successful endeavor. Well, speaking of the process, uh, I kind of want to segue this into something you know, discuss with MVP candidates. Discuss with you about MVP candidates, uh, most improved player, uh, rookie of the year, comeback player of the year, which is without a doubt Kevin Durant. Um, but let's talk. Let's talk MVP candidates for right now. I mean Vegas. I'll tell you right now, Vegas odds. They have Embiid as the favorite. Yeah, for for MVP, you know that that's gonna be that's gonna be something. That's gonna be a toss up. You know, you got look if Brooklyn goes far, you got Harden there, man. Harden is really he's the glue that's holding that team together. And I remember a certain someone saying that James Harden was a bum, and I didn't want him on my team. I tell you. I would take Harden over Simmons any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Who, who do you know? Who Who do you know that said Harden is a bum? Well, you said I don't want Harden. He's a head case, and I I, I didn't call him a head case. Team. I didn't call him a head case. I didn't call him a bum. All right. I said he's got about two more years of MVP caliber play left. Right. Simmons has a much higher ceiling because he's younger. He's a better player defensively. Offensively, not so much. All right. Oh, not he, he couldn't. He couldn't drink James Harden's bath water offensively. All right. Did, well. So, how many three pointers have has Simmons hit this year? <laughs> two. One, two, two, two three pointers. All right. He's offensively. He's a liability. Defensively, I, you know what? James Harden will get you steals. James Harden to get you five steals in a game, you know, it's it's there. So, MVP, I mean, you know, of course LeBron is in it. And you know what? I really hope LeBron doesn't win because he's a baby. He didn't win it last year, and he, he was crying about that. Oh, I didn't win the MVP. You know what? Shut up. You, you won MVPs where you probably didn't deserve to win MVPs. Yeah. You know, I know, I know. A lot of people listening to this podcast will probably say that LeBron is the best player to ever play the game, and I know you and I had this debate, and I, you know, I would take a few players before I took LeBron, but that's for another show. No, I've I've shifted my I, I shifted my viewpoint from that. I, I did some uh, research. I watched some videos, and I Jordan's got to be number one. Yeah, Jordan's number one. I'd probably put. Wilt, 
Nah, probably put Shaq at two, Kobe at three, Wilt at four, Cream at five. But like I said, like you said, topic for another time. Uh, also, Nikola Jokic. They, uh, he's he's up there too. He's averaging what is it? Almost a triple double. He's averaging individual though. How's the team doing? Yeah, not not too hot. Not too hot. Yeah, they're they're not even in the top eight, are they? No, I I think they might be eight or seven, seven or eight. Yeah, so that, that's not gonna get you MVP. Um, you know, Embiid, of course, he's he's a dominant force in the East right now. There's nobody that can guard him, in my opinion. I I yeah, there's nobody that can guard guard him. He's averaging fifteen free throws a game. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, rookie of the year, hands down, Lamella Ball. You can make a case for Tyrese Halliburton, maybe. Uh, no, well, she, so I know when when this you know when the season started, I I was a big Halliburton fan, and I said that. Um, but I you know I love Lamelo, man. I think the the kid is special. He's he's really, um, you know, he just you know they they started him on the bench and, uh, you know. Now they have. Now they know what they have. They can probably move on from Devontae Graham. You know they could probably get something for Devontae Graham. Um, you know a playoff team looking for a good shooter. Well, now are you keeping Terry Rozier at the point? Yeah, I'm keeping Terry Rozier. Yeah, he's definitely you know part of that building process. Um, but you know, look, that's Jordan's team, right? Jordan owns the Charlotte yeah, Hornets. Yeah, he owns, he owns the Hornets. Know? I could see, you know, I, I really like this Lamelo kid. Lamelo is what we were promised with Lonzo, right? My, yeah. The problem with Lonzo, Lonzo lacks the confidence that Lamelo has. It's, Lonzo you can see play, it, though. but you could see it in his game. When when Lonzo's on, he's all right. He's all right. When he's off, he's a he's all he's awful. God awful. Lamelo is consistent. He's the player that we were promised with, you know, Lonzo coming out the draft. You know, I keep waiting for the Pelicans. I keep waiting for them. I mean, they have the pieces. I mean, they have a good, solid team. You know, I thought they would do a little... They're disappointing this year. I would say they're one of the most disappointing teams, in my opinion. Um, you know, Zion's still dominant, right? He's averaging still over dom- 20 points per game. He's still a dominant player, man. I mean, just watching him in the All-Star game, you know, just they were just throwing the ball up to him. He's, he's just a dominant player, and he's... He's exactly the same age as you, Paul. You yeah, know? July 6th. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it, really. <laughs> it, I mean, he's a special athlete. Um, but, yeah, rookie of the year, most imp- um, comeback player of the year. Hands down, Kevin the, Durant. Yeah, those are locks. Um, uh, there's really not a debate. I guess you could say Halliburton could give you, you know, but in, if if – we would have called it two weeks into the season. I would have said Halliburton. I was high on that kid, and, and he dropped. Um, you know, this guy Anthony Edwards. You know, Anthony aver- Edwards. He's average at best. The guy the Knicks. So the Knicks could have had Halliburton, and they took Obi Toppin, Obi Wan Kenobi. This guy's a bum. <laughs> they, they picked him. They picked him because he's from New York, and his dad was a like Harlem street basketball player guy or whatever it's crazy the Knicks are you know I, I, you know the Knicks are 
a, a piece of shit franchise in my opinion. <laughs> but no, but seriously, they're, they're they're a piece of shit franchise. They haven't won anything. They're the number four seed right but now. But they're playing well right now. So just you know, if you have any Knicks fans listening, just wait, just wait. You know, Julius Randle's like their lord and savior right now. He's he's play, he's having a hell of a year. You know what? It's got it's got to be Tibbs, man. Ever since Thibodeau's a good coach, he's man. a great coach. I mean, their defense is good. The Knicks have a good defense. You know, um, when you get into the playoffs, man, defense is what it, any sport you play, man. You go to football, you got to look at defense. You know, um, you know, look at the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay's defense shut down the Chiefs. Yeah, you know, it's a good it's a good segue. Um, Let's talk about some some stuff going on in the NFL. Uh, what's been surrounding the league the last few weeks? I know we're a little late to the party, but Deshaun Watson, uh, he's planning on holding out with the Texans. I mean, what do you do? You think he's right? I personally believe this guy. You're getting paid millions of dollars to do your job. You do your damn job. You got to go out and play. I'm not shooting up for that franchise if I'm Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Watson. I'm not shooting up for them. Are you kidding me? Or oh, they got rid of all their players, and they and, and this guy's still going out there and getting demolished by these defenders. He's getting smoked every game because of what? So would they get rid of? Uh, would they trade for Laramie Tonsil? Uh like two first round picks, something they, ridiculous. They give up two first round but picks because you have, for a guy who wears who goes on a draft day and he's got a picture of himself wearing a fucking mask before COVID, mind with a you, bong. with a fucking bong and pot smoke all in his face, and you give up two ra- two first rounds. For but that you got to remember that was with Bill O'Brien, the guy. He's he's, he's it a doesn't step, matter. He's a, he's a step away from it you know matter. taking the short bus. So okay, so that's that. You traded DeAndre Hopkins. What'd you for, get for him? What'd you, you get got, a you box got, of Cracker Jacks, <laughs> a handy in the back. What no, the hell? I, I think I believe they got a second round pick and um, that running back from the Cardinals that torched the Eagles that, that one year back oh, in 2016. Um, David Johnson Jr. David Johnson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible trade, terrible trade. They let JJ Watt go. That was, oh. you know, so you know what JJ Watt probably so. With the defensive line, the trend is to, to keep them fresh and, you know, have them like the home run hitters. And I think if uh, Arizona uses J.J. Watt in that situation, keeps them healthy for another three years. They don't They don't, They don't. don't even need J.J. Right. Watt. Right, that's what I mean. They have like, they Chandler have a good Jones, def- right. uh, the guy, the kid from uh, Temple, Hassan... Mm-hmm. Reddick. Reddick, mm-hmm. thank you. What do you have, six sacks in one game? I don't know, but he has year five or six. Yeah, an incredible. Yeah, I believe he clocked in at like what, 16, 17 sacks. But that's my point. You got JJ Watt. You throw throw a fastball every here and there. You know, you throw JJ Watt in there. You don't play him the whole game. You throw him in on third down. You know, he's gonna get your sacks. You know, he doesn't need to be the guy like that. He's already the guy. He's a you future know? Hall of Famer. Eh. I don't know about that, but he's already the guy, man. He's a hell of a football player. Hell of a person, too. But to go back to uh, Watson, why the fuck am I going to play for this team? Think about it. Think about it. You know, yeah, just shut up and play, right? No, that's not – we're not doing that. We can't do that. If it's me, I'm not doing that. That's that's the – I get it. You have an opportunity to play a game – a kid's game 
that and you're gonna get paid very well for it yeah I understand your point but you know what somebody gotta help me I can't do it on my own football is not a one man show you need a football team you can't do it by yourself so we're we're saying Houston's back into the toilet bowl as a franchise. It's just like they they were they crawled out when Deshaun Sean's Watson's first two years in the league. They were out. They were in the playoffs. They were looked like a promising young team. DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, Deshaun Watson. You know, the Will Fuller's going too. Is he? Yeah. Don't be surprised if he goes to the Eagles. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be too upset about that. <laughs> but Will, um, Fuller, Will Fuller, Frankfurt. He's from Frankfurt. But um. You know, it looked like a promising young team. Everybody starts going away because Bill O'Brien has something wrong with them mentally, and, you know, Bill O'Brien gets fired. Dumpster fire of franchise now. Deshaun Watson, I mean... Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where do you where do you think Deshaun Watson's going to go? The front runner, from what I've been reading, Denver Broncos. Um, I could... I can't even see, I can't even say I see Jacksonville... I can't say I see. Now Jacksonville, no, they're gonna. They're have gonna Lawrence. take Lawrence. You know yeah. what? You know what? San Francisco. I'm calling it right now. San Francisco. He'll go to San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo is average at best. When when healthy, average at best. And the guy can't stay healthy. So can can Shanahan work with Watson? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Doesn't fit his system. Doesn't need to. Deshaun Watson, he uh, he's he's just a superstar caliber player. I don't think he's a system quarterback like Matt Ryan is, or Jimmy Garoppolo for that matter. You know. Well, I, I, I'm just saying he's he's not gonna want to play in that system. That's what I'm saying. Play he's not, action. He's not gonna want to play in that run heavy offense. No. Design runs for the guy, man. The guy Deshaun Watson can move. Yeah, no, he can. I don't think he wants to, man. The guy has been getting beat up for the past five years. Yeah, no, it's, those endorsements don't really do him too well either. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, you're going to retire, and you've got your body to deal with for the rest of your life. You know? Fair point. Fair point. So, I mean, you know what? If Watson doesn't want to play for the Texans, good. Fuck the Texans. They don't deserve him. Really. That's And that's my that's my take. And that that's for <clears throat> any player. You know, if they... If they feel that they're not getting what they need and they're talented enough to demand something else, then you know what? That's their prerogative. Now, the organization doesn't have to make that happen. Um, but, you know, it, it, you know, and we can get, we can get deeper on this, but, you know, the shut up and play thing, I don't, I, I'm not a big fan of, you know, and that's what they say in the NBA, shut up and dribble, you know, and, uh, you know, Draymond Green had a had a good take on that, and you know after a game, and I was listening to him, and he was like, you know, not for nothing. I mean, these aren't his words, but pretty much his point was the owners can do whatever they want. So, like for instance, and this, he was talking about Andre Drummond. So they sat. So Andre Drummond came to the basketball game, probably the best player on the Cavaliers. You yeah. know. Best rebounder in the besides, NBA. Besides Sexton, right? Sexton's probably the best player, but definitely, you know, one of the best players on the Cavaliers. Uh, he shows up to a basketball game, you know, ready to give it 100%, and they sit him down. They didn't even sit him down. He found out that they were not going to play him because they wanted to trade him. So what did they do? They, he didn't go home. 
they told him, go into the locker room, get changed, and watch from the bench. Right? So the owners can do that. Right? But when a player does something like that, you get people like you, shut up and dribble. You know? No, people and that's, like me. No, but that's not the right way. That's not the right way. Oh. It's a double standard, and it's not right. You know, these owners are making a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Even no. during this COVID pandemic, and they cry boo-hoo, we don't have any fans. You know what? They're still making plenty, plenty, plenty of money. They got the TV contracts, the jersey well. endorsements. They're eating well. All that stuff, right? And as soon as a player says, you know what? You need to put me in a better situation. I don't want to play for this organization. They become, you know, the bad guy and ostracize, and that's not the right way. I mean, what, what do you if you were if you were the owner of the Texans or GM of the Texans? What what would you do in this case? I mean, you trade him, you take a cap hit, right? You keep him on the bench, he's useless. What do you do? No, I mean, if I so it it's really it really depends on what I want to do. If if I'm the owner and and, and he's on the contract, and you know, if I want to play hardball, but at the end of the day, what is that going to get me? If I can get if I can get a first round pick, yeah, let's go. No. Where are you going? Where do you, let me let listen. I'm not gonna tell you where you can go or can't go. I'm gonna trade you to the best offer. Yeah, it, and I, but I'm gonna have a conversation with him. Like, look, yeah, this guy we had in in the office. My mistake. Real big bozo, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, real big bozo. Uh, that's my mistake. I put him in as a decision maker. He made terrible decisions. I understand your frustration, but I'm going to tell you, we're going to trade you, but we're going to trade you to the best offer. So if you're telling me, well, I want to go to Miami. Well, you know what? If Miami gives me what I want, then you'll go to Miami. Yeah. No, that, that's what you, you got to take it from a business standpoint. Now, you said a first-round pick. I, I, I'm not giving up to Sean Watts for, for anything Anything less than two two first round picks. I gotta take. I gotta get two first round picks for him. I don't know if you get two. I really don't know. You're not, I don't think you're gonna get two. You're not gonna get two first rounders. I'll, I mean, I'll get a 2021, 2022. Nah, you're not gonna do that with a second round pick for this draft. That ain't gonna happen. I think it will, man. Hey, I'm telling you, quarterbacks. Just watch. League, draft capital is very high. League is gonna. Be, it's gonna be a quarterback carousel. All right. Speaking of quarterbacks. About two hours ago, you get a notification, ESPN, Adam Schefter, you know, little fucker. But um, breaking news, right? Dak Prescott, Cowboys, America's team, bullshit. Signing a four-year, $160 million contract with $126 million guaranteed. Record-breaking guaranteed money, right? No trade clause. Guy can't be franchise tagged. He's stuck there for four years. Where, where do you see the Cowboys going? I mean, personally... I don't see him doing anything special. Uh, it's a pretty big risk taking Dak Prescott after that terrible injury. I mean, i got to feel for the guy as much as I don't like their franchise. I still feel bad for Dak Prescott with that injury. It was just nasty to watch. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, that, that was a horrible injury. You don't want to see that happen to anybody. No, absolutely not. Uh, the Cowboys' offense is pretty... Pretty good last year in the beginning of the season. Yeah, that's yeah, but their defense and, and plus you got to remember their salary. They got to do a lot of restructuring to keep Amari Cooper, and now you're paying Dak this much plus Ezekiel Elliott. 
Jalen Smith. Then you got to play Leighton Vander Esch. Uh, oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be cap cuts. That's for sure. They they can't have all that. But you know what? They got they got Ceedee Lamb in their rookie contract. Yeah, that's a steal. And you know, not for nothing, but you know, I know everybody was talking about the kid from uh, Minnesota. Um, what's his name? Dave receiver. No, 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 the receiver. The rookie receiver. The Eagles passed on. Oh, Justin Jefferson. I don't yeah, even want to talk so, about that. But quiet as kept. CeeDee Lamb is a uh, he's a hell of a receiver, man. You know? Uh, great route runner. Really good receiver. So I think that, you know, and then not for nothing, you know what? Running backs, you know, yeah, you, you pay Zeke, but you can get rid of him. You can cut him. You can get another running back to fill in. Pay that guy $90 million you pay yeah, him. Yeah, you can you, you fill in another running back, man. Tony you know? Pollard, I told you. I like I like this Tony Pollard guy. I've liked him before he was a Cowboy, but now that he's a Cowboy, you know, I don't really have much of a life for him anymore. Oh, you liked him? I, I liked him. I liked, liked him, him? Bef- I liked him before the Cowboys. Yeah, who, who right? was I liked him Well, coming out of the draft, I watch when the draft's like, da na 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 I'm like, oh, man, this Tony Pollard guy is looking pretty good. It's like, oh, yeah, with this such-and-such pick in the 2000, what is it, 2018 draft, Cowboys select Tony Pollard. I'm like, oh, man, I took him. I took him as the last pick in our fantasy draft, Tony Pollard, and he actually managed. He actually managed to give me some good points on it in about two or three weeks that Zeke was gone. Um, Cowboys offensive line too. They, they had they had some they had their struggles last year. Uh, you know you got to pay the offensive line if you want your one hundred twenty six million dollar quarterback to look like a hundred twenty six million dollar. No line, no shine. Absolutely, absolutely. You're hearing that from two linemen. Uh, last thing I want to just touch up on: rookie class last year looked really good. In the NFL, you know, you had Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, uh, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, right? Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. How, how could I forget Herbert? Offensive rookie Justin of the year. Justin Herbert's rookie card is $10,000. The checkerboards. <laughs> the checkerboard $10,000 rookie card. I mean, which which rookie do you think is going to continue to break out and shine? Which ones do you think are going to hit a slump? I tell you right now. Watch out for J.K. Dobbins and Jonathan Taylor. Those two are on my watch list. Antonio Gibson as well. Uh, I, I like a lot from the running backs in the last draft class. Well, and that's what I'm saying. The running backs, you just get, you know, they're, they're a dime a dozen. You, know, you could get any running back, put them in the system with offensive line, and you're going to be you're gonna be in a good spot. Uh, really, as far as rookies go, uh, you know, I'm going to show my bias here, but uh, Jalen Hurts, I think the Eagles are going to commit to Jalen Hurts, commit to getting him some some decent weapons around him. I mean, think about it. you got Miles Sanders, which is a great running back. Um, you know, he's a home run hitter. He's one of, the, he's, he's one of these guys that hit you for an 80-yard run. Um, you know, you got Rager in there, you know, although he, he had a uninspiring rookie campaign. But the Eagles were a mess last year. You know, the whole franchise was a mess. And they brought in Jalen Hurts. And, you know, as Patrick says, and for those that don't know, Patrick is Paul's 10-year-old brother. Um, He's a real football star in his family. But what Paul... What? what, Yeah, what Patrick says is that Jalen Hurts is a momentum guy. 
And out of the mouth of babes, right? Patrick is right on the dot. He is a momentum guy. He's a guy that's going to get you your team moving, right? Because they, they were stuck in a sludge, and they brought him in, and they were able to keep it moving. Okay? So I think that Jalen Hurst is going to have a good uh, next year campaign. And then in terms of the, uh, the other offensive rookies, you know, you, you gotta think. You gotta think that uh, Tua is gonna have a good year next year. I'm not confident in Tua at all. At all. Well, he, well, he he should. He should. I mean, he he's got, he's got. A, I like that team down in Miami. I like the staff. I like the. I do the like management. the coach Brian Flores. Um, he's a real football guy. You know, but we'll see. You know, I I would like to see how he does. Um, Justin Herbert, I don't know, and you know. Keenan Allen, I don't think it's going to be there this year. Uh, he's got a couple good young receivers there. Um, let's see. Who else you got? Joe Burrow. How can you forget about Joe Burrow? It's tough coming off an injury. You know? He looked he looked pretty promising before, before he got hurt. Oh, he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Uh, the receivers, you know, that Justin Jefferson... Hell of a receiver. Uh, with, Lamb, with Kirk he's... Cousins throwing the ball too. Of all people, you like that? Yeah, he's he's a bozo. Yeah, I can't stand Kirk. Captain Kirk is what they call him. I can't win in big games. You want to call him Captain Kirk? I call him Captain Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's you know it's a little bit early to talk about the NFL. Um, well, actually, it's not. You get the draft coming up in April. Yeah, so, April twenty seventh, right? Something like that. April twenty yeah. first. Yeah, we'll have to we'll we'll have to do a mock draft and see uh, see how it comes out. But um, you know, the the rookies coming out this year. Biggest you know, biggest talk biggest talk has got to be Trevor Lawrence. Everybody's got their eyes on Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, the kid's a hell of a player, man. I. I I remember watching him two two years ago, three years ago in Clemson as a freshman. He took over for uh, there was another quarterback there that was good. He was a good quarterback in Clemson. Talking about, uh, I forget his name. You're not talking about Sean Watson, are you? No, 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 no. There was another quarterback there, and uh, they brought in Trevor Lawrence as a true freshman. Uh, I think week four he took the the guy's job, and he was a good quarterback. Uh, the kid's a baller, man. I mean, just think, coming out of high school and playing in the ACC and, um, you know, dealing, man. The kid was dealing. throwing. He throws a nice ball. Um, but you got, you know, you got Alabama's coming out heavy in this draft. Yeah. They always do, though, every year. Not offensively, though. What not do you offensively. mean, offensive? Nah, nah, I'll nah. tell you right now, watch out for that Mac Jones guy. Guy plays quarterback. Ball player. You got two receivers, right? Uh, I forget the names, but um, one of them was like the Kevin Durant of receivers. He was really just really skinny, but really dangerous. Um, they got three receivers. Do they? They have three. The one that played through injury, right? They got the Smith kid. Devontae Smith. That's right. They got uh, Waddle, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, he was the one that played through injury. And they got another one, too. Uh, they got a running back. They got offensive linemen. 
They're going to have probably four or five offensive players taken in this year's draft. Don't forget about defense, man. They got this cornerback, Patrick Sertain, the second. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he's, you know, top of the line corner. Yeah, man. his dad played in, in the league. So did, uh, and you got Asante Samuels. Uh, He's coming out of Florida there. State, though. Florida State yeah, University. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. You know, the I would I would love to see Asante Samuel Jr. as an Eagle. I would love it. Yeah, Asante's a Patriot. He's not an Eagle. I don't know. I look when I was watching Eagles football, he was an Eagle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, with the with the Eagles' first pick, what do they have? The sixth, seventh, something like that. They got the sixth pick. They got the sixth. Jamar Chase. That's who I want out of LSU. Jamar Chase, wide receiver. Um, but that's going to wrap it up for today. Thank you for joining me. Is that it? You, you, there's no segue to any of that. It's just no. sort of wrap up. Yeah, that's pretty it, much it. Why? Because I picked up my phone? Yeah, it is. That was, that's a real dick move. Yeah, well, I'd rather be one than suck one, pal. That's it for today. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, a little bit longer episode. I've been, you know, practicing stuff like that. You know, like I said last. In the mirror. He practices in the mirror. Just, to, <laughs> just so you guys know, there's mirrors all along his room. So, you know. Do want to formally apologize for the background noise. Nobody knows what a knocking is anymore. And my dog is just. It's not even a dog. Oh, it's a fucking hyena. Yeah. It's a fucking <laughs> dog. I, you know, I don't want to. I, I joke. This is a joke, but I, I joke sometimes to say we should feed a crushed up glass. But it's a joke. It's not serious. I love my dog. And the fucking dog. Let me tell you something about this dog. We've had a dog before. And, uh, you know, my wife was like, you know, she loved the dog or whatever. But this fucking dog. This dog <laughs> sleeps in my fucking bed. And it fucking pushes me. Now, I'm a big guy. I'm 300 pounds. And this fucking dog is fucking nudging me off the side of my own bed. Uh, yeah, that fucking... I tell you, this dog, he was he was laying down while we were watching Breaking Bad. We just started, what was it, two weeks ago? I don't know. Yeah, two weeks ago. We're already on season four. There's five seasons. About 13 episodes a season, but that's besides, besides the point. The dog is laying there on the couch, right on my lap, goes to lay on his back, stretches, kicks me right in the face. Little bastard. I mean, I got nothing but love for Lincoln. He's named after Lincoln Financial Field. He's not. He's named after Abraham Lincoln, the greatest president in the history of the United States. I prefer Ronald 16th, Reagan. 16th president, Emancipation Proclamation, brought the country together. Okay, well, there's a history lesson for you, but... And you know what? If anybody ever gets a chance, go to the Lincoln Monument in Washington, D.C., and read his speech. It's really big. It's you powerful. can't miss it. It's, uh, you know, the, the the country needs more people like that. Because you know what? You know, I know this is, you know, your podcast, Paul. And, uh, you know, we don't want to get into the politics and everything. But yeah, there's so much division out here with the left and the right. And the Democrat and the Republican. And, you know, like... Like, look, what did Rodney King say? Can't we all just get along? I mean, seriously, what what does it matter if I like to live conservative or if I don't want to live conservative? What is what does that really make me as a person? Or what if I like to spend frivolously and I I don't like to save money? What does that make me as far as a person? Or what if I say the gays can get married? What's the big deal? It's not. Live and let live, and 
We'll close with that, Paul. I think that's the and, best way. And you know what? You know what? Just to add on top of that, you know, with this podcast is just generally based on sports. I think sports really unifies everybody. You know, everybody from every community. We saw it ourselves in the Super Bowl parade back in 2017. Oh, yeah. People of all races, colors, shapes, sizes, you know, ethnicities, not, not ethnicities, well, ethnicities, yeah, but, you know, religious background, uh, sexual orientation, Everybody's just together, living in the moment, man. You know, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful it's, thing. It's powerful. It's a beautiful sports thing, really, man. sports really does bring everybody together, and that's 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 the message we'll leave off with. We'll take we'll take it away with that. That's a great message. Thank you. All right, so I hope I hope I come back and for the next podcast, and uh, we'll get talk about something else in a week. Absolutely. Well, thank you for everybody tuning in. Uh, this has been the Bod Talk Sports Podcast. You know, name is still. Still trying. I'm still trying to figure something. So out. how about how about we get the listeners to, to send in a, a name for our podcast? That'd be great. That's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, look let's, at that. You're... Let's, let's ask the listeners for a little bit of help. Yeah. So um, my email is in my RSS feed. If you want to shoot me over an email of, of names, um, you know I'll have I'll pick a name out of a hat or something. But uh, we'll end it on that. Hope you guys enjoyed and uh, stay blessed.